Oh my gosh, y'all. This is the 200th episode of Michelle Spiva Wisdom Smack. And I have to thank all of you. Yes, you, darling, for helping me get there. Yay! So thank you so much. And as wisdom would have it, today is also the American holiday of Thanksgiving, where we stop to say thank you and give thanks. And so today I just want to just give you some thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And as always, guess what? Yes. I am Michelle Smiley, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I do want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack, where we get into, are y'all ready for it, y'all? Here we go. Don't let them take the sugar out your cake. I'll see you on the flip. All right, y'all, let me just go on and tell you, I am so pumped. I've been up early. I've already watched the parade and I already kind of knew what I wanted to do for the 200th episode, seeing as it fell on Thanksgiving. And, you know, it almost felt sacrilegious to do this one as a pre-recorded. And so, yes, I'm actually talking to you on Thanksgiving morning. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so thankful. And because of that, I want to give you some quick little wisdom smacks about not only today, but as you're going along your way. But before I do that, I got to tell you all a little something that almost took the sugar out of my cake. So I'm sitting here watching my um, my Macy's Day parade. And I already knew because my sister had told me that they were having some weather issues and that the famous balloons might not be, you know, going during the parade. And that's kind of like, you guessed it, taking the sugar out of my cake. And I was like, hmm, I think I'm really on to something. So I'm, you know, I'm up, I'm doing my stuff. And then the time finally comes where the parade starts and I'm uh, watching it online. Um, and I was kind of like, you know how you live tweet an event instead of live tweeting, I was live texting with one of my sisters and I was getting so frustrated because first of all, I don't have television. Um, and so I was watching it on YouTube on a live feed that, honey, I just I just had to admit it. I was in the cheap seats. <laughs> they didn't have any commentary. There were no no online uh, captions to tell you who it was. And so between me live texting my sister and one of my adult nieces talking about now, who is this? No, I didn't say who is this. I said, who this? <laughs> Oh, as I'm snapping pictures of it and sending it to her and she's laughing her butt off. I was like, I refuse to let them ruin this for me. And because right when I said that, you guys, Ronald McDonald, the iconic clown that most people can agree is cute. He comes around the corner with his uh, face going into the crowd be, like he was Pennywise from it. Because the winds were so high, they had to bring the floats way down. I'm talking about down to the ground where like Dragon Ball Z knee was scraping the pavement. And I'm looking at it and for the first time, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to scare these kids <laughs> because his face is right there. And it was veering off toward the little side where the people were standing. And 
no shade, no tea, y'all. I promise I heard a few little kids scream. And then the, the float passes only to see that his, on my viewing it from my TV, the closest leg, which would have been his left leg, from the knee down was deflated and the people are holding it like a sad little water bottle. I was like, oh my God, Ronald McDonald has a lame foot. And so I was like, oh, this is, this is, this is just sad because from Dragon Ball Z with his knee dragging to Ronald McDonald. And then right after that, guess what? They had the cutest little bowling pins. And I think there were people inside of them or they could have been on these little um, little rollers. But one of them was struggling and it was almost about to fall over and they had to stop the parade on my side. Now I'm talking to my sister via text. She's like, I'm not seeing that. The Temptations are seeing you right now. I was like, girl, we are over here in um, the cheap seats where all of the follies are happening. And so she was like, well, I'll be on the lookout for it. After that, I was just like, I, I cannot, I cannot. This uh, parade is giving me anxiety. And like I said, I'm, I'm tweeting, I'm not tweeting, I'm texting back and forth with my sister over what I'm seeing. And she's like, they're cleaning it up before we get, they get here, you know? And I'm like, I just can't with this. Only to then all of a sudden, Glowworm. Now, Glowworm. Oh my God. Glowworm is so precious. I have fond memories of Glowworm. I have purchased Glowworms from my nieces when they were a kid. Here comes Glowworm. And when you know it, right after Glowworm passes by the point where I'm watching the parade, oh yes, Glowworm makes a run for it. And the people have to try to figure out who let loose of their part because glowworm is no joke floating up the side of the building and they stopped the parade again to get glowworm back under control and I was like I just cannot with this <laughs> so I got up I was like mm -mm, I'm gonna go get some tea and I hope that when I get back everything will be okay because these balloons are giving me anxiety. <laughs> so I did that. And by the time I got back, it was a nice little um, band. And for the first time that I'm watching this uh, parade, the band is actually playing. Now they didn't stop, but they were playing. I was like, okay, I feel better. And I had to just sit down, relax and calm myself before I sat down to talk with you lovelies. Because I was like, you know what? Wisdom is funny. The universe is funny. I was like, okay. So I just had an incident where I allowed my takes on what something should be to take the sugar out of my cake. And I'm glad that I went and got me some night. And y'all, I got me some nice, calming jasmine tea. Yes. With, uh, you know, the right. It was, it was, it was a perfect cup of tea so much so that I took a picture of it and sent it to my sister. I sure did. And I was like, okay, this is getting me in the right frame of mind to be thankful and to come and talk with you all. So thank you for letting me tell you about my shenanigans and my uh, experience with the parade this morning. All in all, it was a gorgeous parade and it was a different take watching it where there are isn't the glossy production and there isn't someone trying to tell you or influence you on what's going on. And so that brings me to what we're going to be talking about today. Don't let them take the sugar out your cake. Don't do it. Oop, nope, don't do it. And because we 
are so used to having these buffers and boundaries around ourselves that when they're removed, we are on our own flailing about like an unswaddled newborn. And so I was uh, looking at uh, a lot of the stuff that led up to today. Uh, so the last three days, I, I tried to do podcasts to help all of us with our social skills and the interactions. And today I want to bring it home. And I'm trying to hopefully get this out to you guys early enough before you make your treks over for a Thanksgiving dinner or, or supper or brunch or what I mean, not well, brunch for some people. Um, before. And don't let them take the sugar out of your cake means this, that you're going to be in uh, the wild, in the raw. Oh yeah. And as you're in the wild, in the raw, there's not going to be the glossiness of uh, rules established by uh, society. Meaning, you're not going to be at work where to show out and act a fool would mean that you would lose your job. You're not going to be shopping where uh, to show out and act a fool over something that rubs you the wrong way could possibly be captured on a cell phone and you become the walk of shame for the day globally on uh, social media. So there are really no filters, but you still have to be ready for everything that could possibly happen because being out here, interacting with people that you may not interact with every day, or you could interact with them every day. And for some reason, the spirit of Thanksgiving overtakes them and they act a fool and try your patience. <laughs> and then you'll have a miserable day. And as I was talking about at the, the beginning of this with the um, the holiday parade and the balloons, I realized that because I didn't have the trained, polished, professional voices of the commentators telling me anecdotal stories of uh, what it took for the parade balloons to get blown up and telling me cute little things about the singers or the the people or even seeing the little performances and the and the slick production that my sister was seeing on her end, it was just me in her acting raw to raw with the parade. And I'm like, oh my God, this is causing me anxiety. And when I say anxiety, I, I shouldn't make light of it because I wasn't anxious. I was just a little taken aback. I was like, I don't remember this. And I, oh, I need to preface it by saying this, that this is the first time that I have watched the parade live um, in about I know I'm gonna probably I'm gonna probably catch some flack for this, but I'm gonna say in about seven years, yeah, uh, because like I said, I don't have traditional TV. I cut the cord. Oh my gosh, I was one of the first people to cut the cord. I cut the cord over a decade ago, and so a lot of the traditions that people are are used to for um, how they take in their entertainment, I'm just not there. Like Game of Thrones and stuff. <laughs> I think I watched it uh, one. Uh, one episode when they had like a free showing for to try to get you to start doing the HBO Go or something, and I didn't, it didn't grab me, and so I, I don't even know anything about uh, the Game of Thrones stuff. Uh, but going back to this whole idea 
of seeing things without the glossy middleman, without the production. So I'm actually watching the parade in what I guess would be a live, true live or a true pre-production taping. And the experience was way different. And it took me, me myself, to go and step away, go get some tea, and come back. And I'm not going to say the tea helped. I'm just going to say that when I went and, you know, got up, went to the kitchen, got some tea, uh, took a picture of it, talked to my sister on the phone. And by the time I got back to finish up the last part of the parade, it was different because I was in um, a state of true thankfulness. And I remembered, I was like, well, first of all, I'm watching this for free on YouTube. Thank you, USA Today. I'm gonna give y'all a shout out. Thank you, USA Today, for allowing me to watch it for free. So I'm gonna be grateful about that. And then I had to realize that um, what they had to do just to try to please people like me and like all those little babies to get the the floats out there to defy um, the the powers of the air, you know, the weather to try to bring them, I had to be grateful for that. And so it snatched me back into a posture of self-reflection and self-growth. And that is so apropos because I will tell you, I threw out my notes of what I was going to talk about today with regards to don't let them take the sugar out of your cake, because that was from a, I don't want to call it shallow, but it was uh, pre my in time experience that I had today. And so, yes, I was like, let me throw that out. I'm going to talk to you guys about what it looks like when I get tripped up. And y'all, I did this without uh, going and and uh, doing my, you know, things with, with my, my people that, you know, I choose to and love, you know, to be around today. So this is, you know, before <laughs> any of that stuff. And I'm like, I'm ready. I'm prepared. I'm good to go. You know, I'm, 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 I'm set. And yet and still, I still got caught up where I was about to call, call it quits on this parade. I actually typed, this parade is giving me anxiety. And it was because I wanted them to be perfect. And I'm so used to, or my memory of the parade is I'm so used to everything being perfect, only to realize that where the location was where I was watching the parade is set up kind of closer to the front uh, or the beginning, I should say, the beginning, not the grandstand where they've gotten used to the air elements and stuff. And uh, they know that they're going to be televised on the official networks and shown to the world. And so it was a different experience. And this is what I'm saying now, now kind of like the notes I had before, It is up to me and you. It's our personal jobs to not allow someone to take the sugar out of our cake and ruin our day or or experience, but that someone starts with us and it starts with, and it sounds cliche-ish, but I'm going to say it. You can roll your eyes if you want to, but it still works here. And that is that our attitude dictates our altitude and how we deal with and perceive things is the difference between having a truly thankful and uh, enjoyable time and experience that will create a wonderful memory 
or having one where we are quote unquote anxious and critical. And this is not how I remember it. And what the what, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. And it kind of like was like, mm, that's a that's a big indictment. Yeah, I will admit this. Since I've started doing these daily podcasts, it's kind of like I have put myself under this microscope to be able to see myself in in very various uh, states of unprettiness. <laughs> yes, it is kind of like I have this magnetic critical eye on me because wisdom is doing a thing, doing a work within me. Uh, to keep it real, to keep it authentic, to keep it vulnerable and to share with you guys and and not try to be teaching you anything instead of sharing with you some of the things I'm having to learn or some of the things I'm having to revisit. And I am just like, whoa, okay, this is getting to be a bit eerie because yes, I was like, okay, I'll wait. I know what I'm going to be talking about. I, you know, did my notes and all of that. And y'all, I just trust to know, I have this master file and I have so many notes of so many different shows that I have yet to record. And I'm like, oh, are we doing this now? Are we doing this where whatever I think I'm going to talk about, if I, if I wait to that day, I'm going to actually have to live it from a different standpoint so that I feel like the notes I have do not match the wisdom that you're now giving me. And I'm saying that, please, wisdom, you know, don't, don't, you know, don't, don't take that to heart. Uh, But it's kind of an eerie kind of thing because this is, I believe, my personal experience with a living word and my background growing up and uh, being raised, uh, going to church and stuff like a lot of people was that the word is alive. And I mean, I still believe that. It's not that I've changed that belief, but uh, it, it meant something different. And now this junk is like uh, sci-fi. <laughs> like, be careful what you think you're going to do because you might just experience it and it might not be the way you thought it was going to be. So let me get back on uh, not taking the sugar out of your cake. What I mean by that expression is where you have something that you think is going to be wonderful. The cake represents the optimal expression of joy, of happiness, of love, or whatever is the emotion du jour that's going to get you to that place that you want to get to for excitement, for adventure, or whatever, okay? And only for it to not come out that way when you come in contact with what's supposed to be your cake. And my previous notes, I talked, I had a little bit of, you know, codependency coming out, sneaking out, peeking its head out and and that kind of stuff. And I can quickly, you know, spend a few minutes on what I mean by that, especially when you have uh, situations like this. Uh, when when we're codependent on each other, we play these roles in an interacting kind of ring around the rosy circle. Uh, to make it as quick and simple as possible, codependency is where, like the word says, we have roles that we play in kind of like our own little dramas. Uh, in therapy world, we call those uh, uh, psychodramas. And we we get into these roles and the roles that people can play in a codependent relationship or family or whatever can be the victim, 
the rescuer and the persecutor. And so the victim, of course, is as it sounds. The rescuer is as it sounds. And the persecutor is as it sounds. So you might have someone who is, woe is me, victim. The rescuer is, oh, poor you. And then the prosecutor is, get over yourself. And to be really diabolical, we can have those roles played within ourselves. Think of it. You go, you say, I am trying to do really well. I am eating right. I am not going to get caught up in these holidays. And only to go or sit down and the food is smelling good. Everybody is eating, drinking or whatever. And you sit down. It could be food. It could be drink, whatever. What You know, pick your choice. And you sit down, you get a plate. It's real good. And you're like, I'm good. And you you know, fool around. And next thing you know, you're grazing. And the next thing you know, you got a dessert plate. And the next thing you know, it's time for the game. And that food has settled. And you go and you get just another little taste plate. And before you know it, you've easily consumed about three to 4,000 calories. You have overeaten. You feel badly. And now you're like, woe is me. And then the rescuer comes in and says, well, guess what? We'll just go run it off in the morning. Friday morning, we'll get up before the crowds and we'll get our exercise done. And then we'll be able to make a day of it. Friday morning comes. You don't feel any better than you did the night before. And you're like, there's no way I can get up and go run. Our our exercise is too cold. I just want to stay here. And lo and behold, the prosecutor, persecutor, I keep saying prosecutor, excuse me, you guys. The persecutor shows up and says, see, you low down. You you have um no, no, no shame. You, 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 you don't keep your own word and it beats you down. And that is how you can have all these codependent relationships happening, even within yourself. Now, if you take that and you put it in to other people um, that will play these roles and they can easily play out during your time um, of holiday season, whether it be on the actual day of Thanksgiving or Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whatever you want to call it, or, or even through to Christmas, you can see how this can quickly turn into your cake, meaning the holiday season, spending it with family and friends to it easily turning into something that is gross and disgusting that was supposed to be your cake. Now, that was was what I was going to talk about. What I want to end with here today is from a fresh perspective is it's diabolical. Yes, it's sneaky. And I didn't even realize that I was like, "Mm, I'm the one snatching the sugar out of my own cake with not regulating my own attitude and not pausing to figure out what I'm doing. It wasn't until I got up to get my cup of tea that I stepped away from it and was able to come back with fresh eyes. And so that's to me going to be the the biggest and simplest wisdom smack I can give you today as we celebrate both my 200th episode and Thanksgiving is that come to things with a fresh eye always taking a pause and a moment to reset, to get back to the freshness. Everything that I hope that you have and all of the wonderment and all of the cakes, whether they be real or uh, experience-wise that you have, not only today, but for, for the rest of your time, 
I hope that you can continue to step back, reassess, readjust uh, to have a beginner's mind and a, a bright and fresh eye. And let me tell you how this, how powerful this is and how I know that this is the wisdom message of the day. When I got back um, to look at the parade again, my sister sent me a picture of my niece. Now, my niece is grown. She's 23. But <laughs> my sister and her kids, they all dressed up in um, Grinch pajamas with the red and white stripes and the green accents. And so they're in these pajamas. And uh, they're all grown. But this particular niece is like in her early 20s. I think she's 23. And my sister sent a picture of my niece sitting on the floor on a cushion with her legs crossed, looking up at the parade. And uh, on the TV is a little girl singing. And my niece is looking up at her with her mouth open. Now, my sister took it from, you know, slightly to her side and her back. But the way she captures this, she captures it with an innocent wonder of where my niece looks like a little little girl watching another little girl on the TV. And I was like, thank you, Wisdom, for helping me to reassess so that I could go back and recapture the sweetness of the day, the sweetness of my cake that I wanted for the day of being able to share time with family and friends and all of that. And then if that were, were not enough, I got some lovely text messages from some of my dear friends already. They beat me to it, sending me, you know, Thanksgivings and telling me how thankful they are for our friendships and the turkey emojis and all of that. And I can, I can just tell you, it almost brought tears to my eyes because I was like, what a freaking wonderful world. What a wonderful existence. And I almost, almost snatched the sugar out of my own cake. And so what I want to just leave you with is that if you're listening to this, whether it's today or another day, no matter what, take the time to step back and take a beat so that when you open your, your mind, your eyes, your senses, any senses, anything that you need to take in your environment, reclaim the greatest expression and expectation of what you want it to be. I have said it on other podcasts and I'm going to say it again here. We tend to get what we expect, not what we hope. And so if you expect for your day, for your life to go well, that expectation will always be able to go back and rescue a wayward transaction or a wayward path. It'll always be able to bring you back onto the right path. If you hold on to that expectation by strengthening it with a renewed attitude to have a great day, to have a great cake. And so instead of just assuming that my cake is my cake, I'm going to protect it. And I'm always going to be looking at every day as an opportunity to have a wonderful cake and expect it and be willing to fight for it. And fighting for it, even with my tendency to lose sight of that. And <laughs> I, 
you guys, my heart is so full because I am so, I'm so grateful. I, I'm just full of love. I'm full of thankfulness, gratefulness uh, for not only you and the time that I'm, I'm blessed to be able to talk to you this morning, but also for the wonderful wonderful right on time gift of wisdom that I've received and that I'm able to share with you and and for the rest of the day that I'm about to have with loved ones, family and friends and just so excited. So what I want to do is I am sending this vibe of love, of thankfulness, of gratefulness, of great expectations your way. I am going to implore you that no matter what it seems like, if you have anxiety for, oh my God, we got to go by mama and them. <laughs> and I am just not here for the, for the foolishness. Don't have that expectation. Change it up and say, oh, I get to go by mama and them. And it's going to be great. And we're going to have a great time. And if it starts going wayward and I can't rescue it, I have other options. I can keep the party going and either go home or go by somebody else. And when I say go by somebody else, y'all, that's my Louisiana coming out. Forgive me. But uh, <laughs> or go to someone else's after that or whatever or go to a show or for some of you, you're going to be um exercising your right to retail uh, primalcy <laughs> with uh, the early start of the sales here in the United States. But having the ability to start out and have great expectations is going to be wonderful. So now what I am hoping for you is that hopefully the last three days where we have been sharing wisdoms on how to know what role you usually fall into, you know, whether you are the thermostat or the temperature taker or the mattress able to flip back and forth uh, and what we've learned from that. And then using some of the skills that we reminded you of, because you're already a great conversationalist of how to have small talk and chit chat when you want to. And then yesterday when we talked about um, how to, how to, up your communication game to expert level by using some of the tips and tricks from the great ones and using your your questions very powerfully. And then today on how to maintain your expectation, your attitude, and always have a beginner's mind with fresh eyes uh, to see that cake, that experience that you can have not falling into codependent uh, tendencies and the, the, the three possible faces of it being victim, uh, persecutor, or rescuer, but instead remaining true to yourself to always expect to have a, a, a great outcome and to build great memories. I hope that you have the desires and the wishes of your heart. So guess what, dear one? Yes, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another podcast, the 200th episode podcast of Wisdom Smack. I'll see you later. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, 
please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.